Hey, how are you doing? And welcome to another episode of the Black and Irish podcast. So this time we're talking about Black and Irish music. Some of the people on social media that I see are trying to say, well, if you don't have an Irish accent, you can't put yourself as an Irish artist. But I don't agree with that statement is what I don't agree in. I'm Amanda Ade. And I'm Bonnie O'Demina. So in this episode, we're going to be exploring everything from accents to the struggles of Black Irish artists. And most importantly, we're going to be letting you in on who our favourite Black Irish artists are. We have two very special guests, Alicia Ray and Cello. Hey guys, my name is Alicia Ray, also known as Alicia Tequila from Drada. Do you know what I mean? I'm Belfast based now, you know what I mean? So um, that's me. I'm a singer, songwriter, rapper, all around creative. That's me. The amazing Alicia and the, what's the describing word? The splendid cello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's about right. That's about right. My name is Cello. I'm from Kondakin. Twenty-two. Yo, being from Dublin, but you don't know shit about me. I never been jail, never been OT. I'm on the seaside with my grafters beat. I got love for the boys on the seaside. Cause I'm literally just new into the game, but I'm enjoying the response I'm getting. So the two of you guys, obviously, you know, you're quite popular on the Black Irish scene. So like, we couldn't talk about Black Irish music without involving the two of you in this conversation. <laughs> um, I feel like you've been. Stella, you might say it's quite short, but the impact that you've had in a short time, I feel like it's been amazing, although we'll, we'll get into that um, a bit later on. But just to kind of open up the floor a bit and I suppose get people listening a bit more familiar with the both of you, I want to give a quick intro into yourselves, what you do, and you know, kind of how you got into music in the first place. So we'll start with you, Alicia. I started doing music, I started writing music maybe when I was, 11 or so 10 11 I started writing music raps and kind of poetry that's how it stemmed you know just my love for poetry I couldn't sing so I just you know gravitated to what was the closest thing to being a superstar who can't sing which was rapping so I started rapping very early on and couldn't dance either so I just stuck to that over the years you know listening to the music evolved Nicki Minaj came around and she started singing and I was like well there she goes and then yeah that's what inspired me to like learn how to sing I just started listening to a lot more female artists like Beyonce Rihanna um Destiny's Child since the ages of maybe 12 I've just been literally practicing and pushing myself to learn how to sing and fast forward maybe like four years later I bumped into a few people in the studio um in Drada and a few months after that, I went to Berlin. And that's kind of how it kind of started. You know, my confidence was kind of boosted after my trip from Berlin, hearing like, oh, you actually, you know, you're a good singer. You know, you, you have a good voice. And that made me think like, oh, damn, like, <laughs> I really got it like that. You know, I really yeah. did that. <laughs> and then that's how it started. You know, 2017, I started releasing music. I think the first track that I put out was a feature with Andre Fazaz in um 2016 because that's another draw that I had you know a92 yeah so 
that was the beginning of it. You know, people heard it and everybody thought like, oh my God, who's that girl? She sounds so much like Rihanna. And that's where that kind of started from. Now I just make music and I make like different type of music from when I started, you know? That's yeah, absolutely unreal, that. Alicia. Oh, sick, sick. <laughs> and Salomon, you. you're, you're new in the game yourself, um, more yeah. so in the hip-hop, drill, kyo drill area. Yeah, talk to, that's talk, so. talk to us about your journey, bro, and how's it been so far, man? Sorry, just before you get into that, Salo, Salo hit 100k on his debut what? single. What? Come on. 100,000. I thank God it's, it's God's work in my life on a real team. My journey in music has been like the bumpiest. It's like, it's been so bumpy. Like From the start, how I really got into music was like in school. Like you see my class in around junior cert, we had, we used to always like freestyle during like classes once the teacher left. So literally one of my guys would literally start running beats on the table. And then maybe like four or five other guys would just start rapping. You get me? And I was never one of the guys rapping. I was just watching the guys do that thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So there, that was where it really kicked off. It was in around even set. How I really got into music was when like a new guy came to our school. His name was Baba Raji. You know Baba Raji from Raji Music? Oh, yeah, Raji Music. Yes, man. Yeah, that's my guy still. So he told me like, oh, bro, you're sick. Like this was during the freestyle, during the class. He's like, you're sick. He was making beats at the time. So he asked me I should flip in, try freestyle on one of the beats. And then I came up with something. We recorded it. It was terrible, but like it was a start, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. That was the start of the journey. And then after that, I gave like I I kind of left the whole music thing. Music wasn't really my thing anymore. I wasn't really feeling it. So I used it more as a way to like get my emotions out. This is part two of my story. This is like part two. So I was freestyling in the barbershop. I always do barbershop freestyles. My barber always tells me before I get a haircut, after rap, you know what I mean? <laughs> we love it. So, so that was like, every time I went to the shop, I, I always need like a new verse. I always had a new verse before I got a haircut. You get me? Because if, if I rap one, the same thing twice, oh, I, I heard this one already. I heard this one. Exactly. Yeah. I heard this one already. Because they love posting it on Snapchat. So, so then a better opportunity then came, which was D22. You know what I mean? These are guys that I grew up with, man. Like these, these were the guys that I was rapping with in tour year. You get me? Yeah, man. So, so one of them is my manager right now, and we're literally just ch- trying to take over. It's that easy, trying to take over the whole of Ireland, and that's where Dublin came into play. Cause this is all like pieces of we're trying to piece them together here. We're literally trying to cover our area, cover Dublin, then eventually cover Ireland. You get me? Well, man, that's what we want to see. That's what we want to hear. we are at the moment right now with the Irish music scene, the black Irish music scene, the R&B and the hip hop and the drill scene. It's probably yeah. the highest in regards to popularity that it's ever been across the Isle of Ireland. I remember like in 2014, 2015, starting to see new young artists really come up with top quality music videos and really started to set themselves in the scene. And to see yeah. how that's developed in the past five, six years has been absolutely amazing. Alicia, for yourself, because uh, you, you've been quite involved in the game in regards to like hip hop, R and B, uh, and pop itself. 
what was it like for yourself finding your feet in, in Ireland as a, as a female singer, in your genre especially? I thought it was very hard. I still think it's it's a little harder, especially when you're a woman of colour, but it's definitely a lot easier for those who are starting in now than it was maybe in 2016, 17, when big I started. Time, big time. Yeah. Um, I feel like now even there's a lot more role models, you know, there's other black artists, you know, like I could look up um, to Tolu McKay, which is somebody I do look up to, you know. Mm. Prior to that, like when I was starting off, there wasn't many dark skinned girls, you know, there's black, but then I'm like the dark shade, you know, I'm the real Coco. Mm-hmm. And it was like, <laughs> one of the troubles I faced was like, I didn't really see anybody who was trying to represent Ireland and who had my skin complexion. And also who made the type of music that I made, you know, my voice is quite raspy naturally. So that's kind of how I sound, you know, and it's the same thing that kind of plays on my mind all the time. Why can't they play Cardi B's type of music and they don't play my music? We pretty much make similar types of genre, but I felt like why was the Irish population putting these things on radio is it because it's mainstream? When I started traveling out a lot of Ireland to do music, I feel like that's where my confidence kind of was formed. It wasn't really formed here because I felt like, okay, if people from outside of Ireland are willing to invest and push my music and push my craft, then that's what's going to make Ireland really see it, you know? And I feel like out of everything, the lack of platform is something that I myself as an artist here still struggle. And Others, too, struggle with that, the lack of platform. And that's something, you know, it's, it's not really new. Like, a lot of people do face that, you know, on, on, a daily, on a daily basis. I'm interested to hear your perspective on this, Cello. What has your experience been like as well? See, for me, when it comes to the music thing, I, I learned a lot from documentaries. Like, I watched a ton of documentaries, believe it or not. Like, I've watched every single hip-hop documentary ever, I think, at this point. What I learned was radio plays a massive part in it. But... The stage I'm at right now is more like developing my own sound, making sure my whole area knows who I am, first of all, before I really push push at the radios and then look at the problems like, and actually face the problems Alicia's facing right now. Because Alicia's already a, a, an established artist, if you get me. Yeah. So you get me? I haven't really like went anywhere and said, oh, let me try and put my name amongst the best artists in Ireland or the top artists in Ireland. My aim right now was just to be known in the whole estate. I'm still, when I say I'm new, I'm still very, very new. Like, you get me? Can I ask the two of you guys a question here in regards to the Irish music scene and let's say the black Irish music scene? Where is it today? I feel like we're just, we're seconds away of just like hitting a lick, the biggest lick, you know? I definitely feel like, yes, this is the time, you know, more than ever. Uh, People are hungry for it. And there's that level of professionalism that wasn't there before. Yeah, that's true. Um, And also a sense of community. I feel like everybody wants to work together now. And that's like the, my core, you know, I'm all about collaborating. I'm all about two plus two equals five that's like the mentality hey. and this is this is the year if it's not this year then early next year for sure for sure you know yeah you see on that i, I don't want to play the bad guy but 
I'm, I'm going to play the bad guy. Um, oh, so basically, from, from what I've learned by my um, documentaries, I learned that for a scene to be developed and to be established and respected globally, it t- it's not it's not a quick fix. It's not like it doesn't happen over four or five years. If you look at it, yeah, obviously the UK scene, it took 30 years for them to develop to what they are now. Biggest artist in the UK is Stormzy. Before our artists say, not even me, let's say an artist with his similar profile gets to that stage in Ireland, it would take a while, you know what I mean? Are, are we close to that stage? No, not yet. We're, we're still at the early stages of that because if you look at it, there's, there is a lot of guys still using the, the UK accent, which is like, it, it just shows that we're still only developing as a scene. That actually happened in the UK as well with the American accent at the very start of their development as a scene. So that's why I look at it as, yeah, Ireland, we're only babies in this thing, you get me? Yeah. I have to disagree with that, to be honest. Uh, Go ahead. No no worries. Go ahead. Because I just feel like, I mean, the accent thing, let me just touch on that real quick. I feel like when people want to talk about accents, I feel like it's very skewed to males, right? It's rap. Yeah, that's it. Spot on. And then it's like, at the end of the day, and I mean this in the most polite way possible, you know, when I make my music, I'm not trying to sound Irish. That's the truth of the matter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't make it a conscious decision to sound Irish. Yeah. On my day-to-day, I don't sound Irish. You know what? Well, I spent yeah. over two grand on a citizenship, yeah? So damn right I'm Irish. But I don't need to prove anything yeah. else than that. You know what I mean? And I take it so yeah. personally when it comes to this accent thing. My mom's been yeah. here the same time I've been here. She doesn't sound Irish. In Belfast, they think I'm from Dublin. Yeah. I, I'm from Drada. I was raised in Drada, you know, so I yeah. think I'm from Drada. But, and that's I, just one side of the thing, you know, and I get the whole, you know, debate where people use different accents and blah, blah, blah. If I was yeah. a dance hall artist, if my, if my genre was reggae dance hall, I'm not going to sound like an Irish person unless mm-hmm. I consciously mm-hmm. did that. You know, the, the mm-hmm. influence is reggae dance hall and more time. I'm going to have some Patois influence. And I feel like people get of course. influence and really trying to mimic somebody's sound. No, that's, that's what's up. Like, let me not even sound rude, but that's, that's literally just one person out of four million. You get me? There is boys out here that do sound Irish or choose not to sound Irish when they're making music. I'm not angry at them. I look at his development stage, you know what I mean? That they need to find themselves before they start making music. But I don't think you're you're I don't think you sounding like an Irish person for three thirty minutes is you finding yourself. No, it's, no, it's, not that's even. not how you speak, you know? It's, it's not even like that. I'm so sorry to cut you off, but it's not even like that. It's like for me, if you listen to some of the drill boys, I, I know for a fact you don't really listen to the drill boys like the I ones that are not popular. I definitely listen to like the drill that, you know, I'm in I'm in a studio a lot, you know. I've been in your sessions, you know, I hear the music yeah. that's around. So it's like I hear it, you know, and it's the same conversation I actually was having about your music. You know, they asked me, Alicia, do you hear the Irish in it? And I said, no, I don't, you know? Exactly. But it's like somebody else could hear it and be like, no, Stella, it sounds pure Irish. But it's like, to me, it's like, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> black people feel you sound you. black you. and Irish. You just don't sound I Irish. Stella, Alicia, I think what? overall, you know, and this, um, for a lot of people who be listening to this on not too sure as to what's been going on. This 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 debate within the Black Irish music scene 
has been going on for a number of years. Before it was um, those who sing or rap with a UK accent and versus an Irish accent. I remember when there was those who rap and sing with an American accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So this is uh, what the way I see it is that it, it may be a development stage, but it's just example yeah. of how diverse our community is when it comes to creating music. about finding your feet as an artist finding your feet as a black irish in mainstream irish music and stuff like that in terms of identity i know there's been a cultural shift particularly in in the last couple of i want to say months in particular there's been a more of a focus on it you know a strong sense of identity within the black irish community in the music scene in particular i think people are a lot more ready to establish themselves as black irish artists if that makes sense I feel like we are in the process of moving away from being too attached to other countries, if that makes sense. So we're That's what's we're, up. That's we're moving what's up. away from, you know, the attachment to the UK or to the US mm-hmm. and we're establishing yeah. our own sound here as Black Irish artists. What does it mean to you to be a Black and Irish artist? What does that look like? What does the scene look like? But what's the Black Irish music scene about? Like, what, what is this? To be a Black and Irish artist, equals diversity with a big full stop at the end of it, you know? I cannot tell somebody who's been here their whole life, who was raised here their whole life in the likes of Tala, Blanche, Dublin. I can't expect you to have the same accent as somebody who grew up in the rural places in Cavan. So if if two people, let's say Cello, there was another person like Cello who just lived in Cavan, who was from, I don't know, Zimbabwe or something, equally as talented you know and had mm-hmm. the fit more times i don't know they're not going to sound the same i mean they might have lived mm-hmm. here the exact amount of time but their tongue yeah. is going to be different you know and just because that person has lived here was born here and doesn't have that accent they're not any less irish just because you have that accent. Uh, no no they're not what, less irish or and they're not I, less well, irish. I feel like that's what the the, the likes of some of the people on social media that I see are trying to say, well, if you don't have an Irish accent, you can't put yourself as an Irish artist. But I don't agree with that statement is what I don't agree in. Um, you see with the whole black Irishness, my thing is more like, I'm just trying to give the people what they don't have. You know what I mean? A lot of the boys, it might sound like I'm, I'm hating, but like it's, it's like, except for Dania, let me give full respect to my boy Dania. There is no black guy really pimping the Irish accent. You know the Irish accent? I had a good conversation with one of my mentors, New Machine. He goes like, there's artists such as H in Manchester. There's artists such as A-Star in Liverpool. Meeks Manny, Manchester as well. These men have thick accents. They get respect in London. Why? Because they're themselves, you know what I mean? They walk out, people know, oh, that's that's Meeks Manny. Meeks from Manchester, you get me? I'm trying to be sell out Cello Ireland. I'm trying to be respected by those people for being Irish. You get me? Because at the at the end of the day, there's loads of rappers in wherever they are: London, um, South London, North London, West London. You you being an Irish lad, fully Irish, born in Ireland, you go to school in Ireland. 
and you're telling me you don't have a well, come on like yeah but that's I can, like i live here and i'm an irish citizen i don't have an irish accent now i can put it on yeah well that's not my natural tongue i, 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 I wasn't I born you. here either you oh, know no, what i'm not, saying and I no like, i'm not talking about sorry i'm just talking about you i'm talking no, of about course you're not talking about me it's general, general. Like, I'm, yeah general <laughs> I've been listening to the two views, and and I think this is so such an important area for discussion within the community because it doesn't just relate to this present and the future of the Black Irish music scene, but this is also a cultural discussion as to mm. yeah. Black Irish community. If we look at how some of these things developed in the UK, a lot of rap, a lot of artists in the UK who came in with their Caribbean influences or their Afro influences. We're told that they weren't actually British because it didn't sound as to, it sound what it looked like to be British back then. But they mm-hmm. created their community. I've been watching yeah. for a number of years now how there's been this somewhat clash within the scene and the community as to black people who have an Irish accent and black people who may not have such an Irish accent. Mm-hmm. What I believe we ought to be doing as a community is just taking the two sides together and creating yes, absolutely bro. amazing. That's what it is, bro. You know. So I with that said, with that with that said, um, Alicia, I'll go to you first. What are your hopes for the future of the Black Irish music scene? Because we this year did have Denise Chyla, who doesn't have an Irish accent and got Album of the Year yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. You know, yeah. a woman. So right? where do we see <laughs> yeah. the Black Irish music scene in the future? And what are your hopes, Alicia? My hopes is just for the Black and Irish music scene to be recognized globally, whether it's a Black and Irish person who does opera or whether it's a Black and Irish person who does folk music, drill, whatever. As long as it's a Black Irish person who can carry it across the globe for us, that's good Mm -hmm. for me, you know? I just feel like my hope is that people who are genuine about the music don't look at the little petty stuff, the little, you know, chicken change, and look at the bigger picture, mm-hmm. which is, you know, really trying to take you from the ghetto, not everybody else around you so much. So well, we're still at the very start of the music scene. I'm still very, I, I keep mentioning bringing it up because it's a big part of me. Like, I'm still very new. But my hopes for the Irish scene would be like for us to like eventually establish ourselves globally, you know what I mean? As in like the rap, the rap music. First of all, the rap music isn't really liked by many of the let's say you see people in my area for instance yeah they rather listen to someone that sounds like them rather than someone else that doesn't you get me You're both Irish artists within this scene. I'm sure people will be interested to hear who you guys listen to. So, any recommendations for our listeners? So, Cello, we'll head over. Ooh, 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 ooh. This is a good one. This is a good question because I have an Irish playlist. Like on Wednesday, not even on Wednesdays. I think it's on Wednesday. I that that's the day that I listen to only Irish music. Like a whole, a whole day just seeing who's popping, seeing who's trying to make a name for themselves in the streets. You know what I mean? For me. The, I mean, when I was younger, 
the guys that were killing at the time that really got me into doing music was um, Evans Jr. and uh, your one sequence or sequence at the time he he dropped he dropped Fisherman and all that he was doing this thing. KD he was doing this thing. Andrew Fazaz was doing this thing. Some of the guys that I saw doing music at the time like there was nobody else in the streets at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as of recent, oof. I've said Larry Lavi, Smalls, Lalo. He's my favorite artist right now. Let me not lie. Lalo yeah. from Tale, he's my favorite artist right now. My boy Sosa, he's new. Hyphen from Northern Ireland. Just literally people doing their thing. Ink, like, like him. AV992. Just literally everyone. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a bit of everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. We need to make a Black Irish playlist. Yeah, black and Irish playlist straight away. Perfect. 100%. And for you, Alicia, any recommendations for our listeners? Who are your favorite Irish artists at the moment? Who are you listening to? Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is exciting. Who do I listen to? Larry Alabi. Oh, my goodness. Obsessed. I love um, <laughs> that drop that song. They just dropped a remix to that. Sick. Love that. Cello, love that. Uh, I, lo- I love your so, thing too. Let me not let Alphabet was hurt. Like, oh, I, live with, um, I live with um, uh, the videographer who shot Cello's video. So before the song even came out, I knew it off by heart already. Like, <laughs> nah, it was morning. I'm going red. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I love, obviously, my girl, Cello Vida Mai. Have a unique soul. Yeah. Unique. It's always good vibes, but unique, like, just a sweet soul, a sweet voice. I just like it. And I think, you know, before we conclude, I'm going to ask Amanda, which Black Irish artist do you listen to? And then I'll give you mine and then we'll finish up. Mm, obviously, yeah. I don't want to be biased, you know, because like they're right here. But... <laughs> <laughs> a bit of Alicia Ray, a bit of Cello. I'm a huge fan of J Yellow Well. Oh, uh, I love Yellow. Such a good guy, yeah. man. Good skin. Very, very good Such skin. Such a good guy, man. Jafaris. Yes. Yeah, he's cool as well. He's a tunist. There for me, unique. Soleil, obviously Denise Chyla. There's just there's so many. Like there's so many artists. I think, especially in the last year or two, I think a lot of people have ventured out, and we love to see it. We love to see the scene growing. We love to see you know people challenging each other and really um, doing what they can to uplift the scene. For me, the Black Irish artist that I love to listen to, as well as everyone, everything, everyone else that you guys have all said, I'm a big fan of Boy Wonder. I think. Oh, uh, August. Guys, August. you guys need to get onto Boy Wonder without a doubt. This guy is absolutely amazing. He's sick. You know, he's sick. You know he's I do like I do like my '90s R&B vibe, and I get that from Erica Cody, which I have to give a shout out to as well. You know what I mean? Um, Abi Kulabali. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes, lastly, yes. for me, I'm sorry, I'm a big Afrobeats boy. Give me Plantain Poppy. You guys need mm-hmm. to, like... Plantain and Poppy, Raji no. music. How can you forget? And Raji music. Raji music, yeah. Don't want to do nothing as well. But with that said, guys, you know, this has been an amazing conversation between two well-known Black Irish artists within the community and within the scene. Alicia Ray, Salo, me and myself, Amanda, would like to say a big, massive thank you for coming on and giving us your two cents in the scene. Peace out. Yeah. Woo! Love.